Baruch Hashem, yesterday we started the sugya of Ben Odom Lechaveiroi. I'm very, very excited about this sugya because it is a sugya that talks to all of us and hopefully it's something that all of us can work on. But as is Hashem. Uh, yesterday we mentioned a little bit of an introduction uh, for those that were not with us just to understand. The introduction, what we mentioned yesterday was the principle of Ben Odom Lechaveiroi of what Hillel told um, this guy that came into the Bismedrash and wanted to learn the whole Torah, and he said a very simple line, and that was, that which you do not like, don't do to others. That is the whole Torah, and everything else go and learn. So we basically understood that the master key to all of Torah is that, and therefore that is the Pesach, that is the entranceway to get to everything. Okay? So the, we also explained yesterday that we are living in a world, and the Rabbi Nishram specifically set it up this way, that we're living in a world where we live with others, we interact with others, we have a relationship with others, whether it's our family members, whether it's our friends, whether it's our work people, all irrelevant, doesn't make a difference, obviously there's different levels of relationships, but we live in a world that the Rabbani Shalom put us where we have other people and we have to interact, and therefore there are so many times that we get to situations where we often make the wrong decision, we can hurt someone, we can hurt ourselves, we can do a lot of damage, and therefore what we're going to do in the next few weeks over here in these sessions is to work on and try each day and each week to work on specific things that are negated to Ben Adon Chaver. As I've mentioned to you many times, there is no place that you can find this in Shulchan Aruch or even in the Gemara. There's no, if you want to learn Hilchah Shabbos, you open up a Shulchan Aruch. If you want to learn Hilchah Yeridea, if you want to learn Shmira Salosh, and that's what the Chobot Chaim did, he took everything and put it together. But there is no one place that you can learn Hilchus Ben Odom There are Sforim out there, Baruch Hashem, that are telling us the Alachos of Ben Odom and helping us. But there's nothing specific in one place in Shulchan Aruch or in the Gemara that will tell us about Ben Odom So what we're going to do is we're going to try and sort of bring together so much of Chazal and Halacha into these Shurim to make sure that we try and gain the most. And as I said yesterday, I beg of every single one of you not only to attend, but also to listen and try to implement this in your life. Because if we do this, and if we work on this, and if we think of the things that we discussed in Shir throughout the day, not only during Shir time, and forget about it afterwards, then we can actually change the way we act and react to others. So I want to start today, as I mentioned yesterday, with the idea of Don Kafskos. And I'll tell you why I'm starting specifically with this idea, even though there are many things to discuss and many Yisraelis to go through. Why are we going through the idea of Don Kafskos first? It's definitely, there's no question that uh, many of the ideas, and the Shlach Kodesh brings this as well, the ideas of Ben Adam Nechaver can only be kept, and we'll go through them one by one, if the fundamentals are in place. And one of the fundamentals of Ben Adam Nechaver, in other words, the foundation, when you're building a building, you don't just build up. You start digging down into the foundations, and the lower the foundations, the stronger the foundations, then the higher and heavier building you can build. So what we're going to work now is on some of the foundations of Ben Adam Nechaver, and that is very much uh, the idea of judging other people favorably. And the obvious, obvious idea to understand this is how do you expect to understand somebody else if you make such a quick assessment of their actions and jump to conclusions about what they do? Okay, let me give you an example. Okay, if a person 
has bad feelings against somebody else. Okay, he judges somebody else in a negative, in a bad way. So what's going to happen is, after that judgment, the following. Okay, this is why this is number one on the list. And you'll see you're going to agree with me after I tell you what comes after judging someone not favorably. When you judge someone in a negative way, what's going to happen is, you're going to start to hate him. You're not going to like him. That's You're not going to do chesed to him, which means you're going to the mitzvah of chesed. You may come to do revenge, like sokum and bear a grudge, like sita. You may come to fight, like You may come to speak lashon horon rechilus, which the chovetz chaim countless, countless love him and he's serving that person's over him. A person may talk hurtful words, which is a nurse to him. A person may embarrass other people. A person may even come to steal and not pay workers on time. So many things could come out from just one thing. And that is not judging someone other favorably. And all of everything we just mentioned could have been avoided if a person judged someone else's favorably. Now, it takes work. What I'm saying is not something that's going to be easy. It's not something you could just, you know, change your mindset and off you go. It takes work. It takes effort. But before the work has to come the realization. And that's what we're doing over here. Okay? You with me? Okay. So, um... I want to tell you a Gavaldiga thing which I saw, which I, again, why I'm starting with this, is Rabbi Reisman Shlita once said over in the name of Rav Palm. And he said in the name of this, he said, what happens if a person wants to treat the symptoms of Lashon Hara? What should he do? He should learn Sefer Shmir Saloshan of the Chovetz Chaim. If he wants to treat the symptoms of Lashon Hara, he should learn the Sefer that the Chavetz Chaim wrote so beautifully about Shemir Sarashan. But if a person wants to treat the actual sickness of Lashon Hara, learn to be done Lekav Schus. And he brings a marshal. If a person has, for example, strep, let's say a person has strep, and um, it's painful, it's hard for him, whatever it is. So he wants to treat the symptoms. What does he do? In order to treat the symptoms, he takes and uh, takes uh, uh, takes some medication, takes some um, whatever it is, any medication that you have, yeah. Vitamins. And he could take vitamins. He could take uh, painkillers, whatever it may be, in order to why treat the symptoms, and therefore he'll be able to go on with life. He'll be able to have a good day. Why? Because the pain isn't there. But that's to treat the symptoms. If you want to actually treat the illness and take the illness away, then painkillers are not going to help you. What's going to help is you need, sometimes you need antibiotics. Antibiotics is actually going to work on the illness itself. And it's the same thing with Lashon Hara. Lashon Hara is something that we have to discuss, one of the worst Avevas that a person could possibly do. Now again, if you want to treat the symptoms of Lashon Hara, learn Shemir Salashon. But if you want to go deep into why a person to begin with speaks Lashon Hara, then go here. Donnekavskos. When a person learns to be Donnekavskos, when he learns to judge other people favorably, there'll be nothing to say negative about anyone. There's nothing to think negatively about anyone. Can you imagine what the world would look like if every single one of us would work on Don Lekavskos, when we saw someone doing something, immediately, we would be done him Lekavskos, we would judge him favorably, the whole relationship would be different. This would change so much of the Ben Odom Lechaver that we have. Now, let me give you some of the amazing rewards that Chazal tell us about being Don Lekavskos. 
Okay, it's important to understand the rewards. We'll talk about the halachas as well. But let me give you some of the rewards, okay? The Gemara and Brachas, Dafyud Beisam and Aleph, gives us some of these incredible rewards. Listen carefully, because I don't know how many people over here know this. And it's important to understand this. Before we delve into the halachas of how to do it, and how not to do it, and what to do, let's understand how important it is. Okay, do anyone with me? Okay, listen to this. The Gemara says that there are three people that the Rabbani Shalom loves extra special. Obviously, Rabbi Shalom loves all of his children, all of his creations. But there are certain people that have that extra love. That the Rabbani Shalom Chazal tell us this. Right? We would never be able to say this if not for Chazal. HaKadosh Baruch Hu loves those people extra special. Now, there isn't a person in this room that doesn't want to be included in that category. Everyone wants to be loved by the Rabbani Shalom extra special. Everyone wants to have that extra special love. How do you do it? So I'm not going to, I'm not going to go through all three of them right now. But the Gemara tells us that if a person is don le kafzkus, if a person judges other people favorably, he is a person that the Rabbani Shalom extra, extra love. Not only that, there's a story which the Gemara tells us as Abba Muna was greeted from Shemaim every single day, even though there were Amorayim that only got greeted once a year. And that was why says the Gemara, because he was done in Kafskos. There's a certain chiba, there's a certain affection, there's a certain love that the Rabboni Shalom has for anyone that is done in Kafskos. Right? And it's definitely one of the most powerful ideas that a person has to realize. In fact, there's a, um, we've spoken about this, if you remember, before Rosh Hashanah. I want to mention this aside again, because it was such a Gavaldigi aside. Eli, you with me? It's very, very important. A person comes up to Din, after 120 years of being in this world. And the Gemara Rosh Hashanah Tezayim tells us that there are three books that are open. Right? The person has more mitzvahs, goes to the tzaddik book. The person has more averas, goes to the other one. And the equal, the guys in between are the bane in him. Right? So the Rabbani Shalom looks at these people and says, well, we're going to wait to see where they're holding. What is the trick? What is the trick to try and get a good judgment on Rosh Hashanah and Presumably the whole year as well. How do we do it? If we are done the kafskos. Why? Because if we learn to judge other people favorably, the Rabbani Shalom acts mito keneged mito. And if we overlook other people's shortcomings, the Rabbani Shalom will overlook our shortcomings. Now, I don't know about you, I speak for myself, but we're not perfect people. Many of us think we are, but we're not perfect people. And we have our shortcomings, and we have our issues, and we have our challenges. And sometimes we don't always make the right decision. Sometimes we don't do the right thing. Would you love the secret recipe of the Rabbani Shalom in Shemaim saying, it's fine, he didn't mean it. It's fine, it's not him. It's not really him, he's not like that. What, why is Hashem going to do that to you unless you do that to other people? If you're the type of person that looks at each person and judges them, ooh, how can you do that? Ooh, how can you say that? Well, you're judging everyone? So Kosh is going to say, ah, you're judging everybody else? I'm going to judge you. But if you're the type of person that learns to act in a way that says, you know what? That guy did something to me. He said something about me. He didn't mean it. He's having a hard day. It's hard for him. He's going through challenges. Who knows? We don't know what someone else is going through. None of us know. We think we know. We don't know. We do not know what's going on in people's lives. And many of us often think that we do know. I'm telling you, coming from my position, none of you know. Okay? in, In the line of work that I do, I get to hear a lot of things. And unfortunately, people are jealous. And I've heard this from people, right? I'll give you an example. 
a wild example. I'm dealing now with a, a situation in a marriage. That's a crazy situation. I'm trying to calm it down. I'm trying to sort it out. It's not easy. It takes up many, many hours of my life, but I have to deal with it. Now, I know for a fact that this couple, who are going through a terrible time right now, posting busy on, on their status pictures of all sorts of things and people are so jealous like wow I wish I had a relationship like that I wish I was able to do that that's amazing I want to do the same thing little do they know what's going on behind the closed doors we don't know what's going on in someone's lives we have zero 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 way of judging somebody else right Chazal tell us in the Mishnah Prokuyavus don't judge someone until you reach their place what is Chazal telling us what's the Mishnah Prokuyavus telling us don't judge someone until you reach their place. That means when you reach their place, you can judge them. No, that means never judge them because you'll never reach their place. You don't know the challenges. You don't know what someone's going through. You don't know the upbringing. You don't know the environment. You don't know anything. So it doesn't make any sense for you to judge someone. That's number one. And number two, if you want to be the guy, and think about it, if you have ever done an Avera, if anyone in this room right now has ever in their lives, in their lives, done an Avera, a small Avera, big Avera, whatever, would you like the Rabbanishim to say, ah, it's fine, he doesn't mean it, it's not him, he wasn't, he wasn't feeling good, he wasn't up to it, he was going through a hard time, leave him alone. I think every guy here would love that secret to success. Chazal tell us how to do it. Chazal tell us if we learn to done other people a kafschos, then the Rabbanishim is done us also le kafschos. And that's an incredible, incredible thing which the Gemara brings us to Mufusha Gemara Shabbos Kuf Chav Zayin, Omad Aleph, that tells us if we done other people le kafschos, the Rabbanishim is done up the kafskos, which is an amazing, amazing thing. Now, there's an interesting Gemara where the Gemara tells us in Shabbos Sarizayin of Aleph, where the Gemara says, "Achoshed b'ksherim loike begufoi." Okay, "Achoshed b'ksherim loike begufoi." That means if a person accuses someone righteous incorrectly, he will be punished physically. A lot of people have questions: Why am I getting this illness? Why am I getting this problem? Chazal tell us sometimes, I'm not saying this is the reason, but this is one of the reasons. Chazal tell us, When Moshe Rabbeinu told the Rabbeinu Shalom that the Yidden would not believe him, when the Rabbeinu Shalom said, Moshe, go down to Mitzrayim, go take Kalal out of Egypt. What did Moshe Rabbeinu say? Moshe Rabbeinu said, they're not going to believe me. Moshe Rabbeinu was Chayshad B'Kshevim on Kalal and Hashem told him to put his hand into his robe and he was punished with saras. <coughs> he was punished with saras. When a person is choshed people, a person is choshed people that don't need to be suspected and he unfortunately takes innocent people and judges them in an incorrect way. Chazal tell us you get a physical illness, whatever that may be. That's what Chazal tell us. A person also, Chazal tell us, will be also led to be in a stumbling block of, a, of an Aveira, which is an amazing thing, right? The Vilna Goin says, amazing Vilna Goin, that if a person has enemies, he should think in his heart that they are total tzaddikim and judge them favorably. Says the Vilna Goin, that is the greatest schooler for a person to love other people. I've heard this from people. Oh, maybe how do I get to love him? I don't get on with him. He's my this, he's my dad. He does this to me, he says this to me. I, I don't like him. How do I get to love people? Says the Vilna Goin, incredible eight, say, Kesarosh. Think of these people. These are the greatest Sadiqim. We don't know. Someone struggles. We don't understand. You know, they always say over a story of a guy in yeshiva 
They used to grab schnitzels. Whenever schnitzel came out, ooh, did he fight for it. And guys used to be like, oh, come on. Are you fighting for food? Calm down. There's always enough food. It's okay. You don't have to grab. And people are upset with him. Until they realized one thing. And they realized that this guy lived, he grew up in a house of 11 children. He was one of 11. And 11 children had 10 siblings. And him was 11 children. And his mother only made 10 schnitzels. So therefore, if he didn't grab, he would never get supper that night. So if you look at it in that perspective, it was like, oh, now I understand. Or let's say, for example, you walk onto a bus, and the bus driver starts screaming at you, and you're like, chutzpah, what are you? Hold on a second. Do you know, do you, do you know how many hours this guy slept? Maybe, maybe at home something went terribly wrong, and his Rabbi Rahman saw one of his children were diagnosed with a bad illness, and he's really tzorachan about it, and he's going through a hard time. Yeah, so he got a little bit angry. If somebody would have told you that, what would have happened then? Rabbi, so I want to end. Just today's... We haven't got into the sugya, we haven't gone to the halachas. I just want to end with one incredible yisoy, which you have to remember. Stephen Covey says this example, and he writes it in his incredible book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And he writes the following thing that happened to him. And he said like this. He said he was on the subway. And he was on the subway, minding his own business, reading the newspaper, and he was sitting there, and everyone was quiet, and people were, you know, everyone was, everyone was good. People were way back from work, and wanted to relax a little bit, you know. And... Um, a guy walked on. A guy walked onto the subway with three young children. Okay. Walked on the subway with three young children, and these kids were hyper like anything. They were climbing the walls. They were hard coming, going up. They were just driving everybody crazy. So in the beginning, it was annoying everyone, right? Because everyone was looking up like, oh, it was quiet in here. We were trying to relax after a hard, a hard day at work. You know, what, what were you messing around for? So no one said anything. Because the guy, the father, obviously, of these children was like sitting there, like sleeping in the, in the, you know, in the chair. He wasn't even looking at his kids. He wasn't there. And they were, after a few minutes, it got annoying. And they were looking at this father like, hello, could you control your kids, please? What is he doing? What's going on? And eventually, it got out of hand. They started shouting and running up and down the aisles. And everybody was going crazy. So somebody, Stephen Covey, knocked the guy, like woke him up and said, excuse me, sir, I'm terribly sorry to bother you. I see you're taking a rest. But your kids are running havoc over here. They're driving everybody crazy. Could you please control your children? And he says, you're 100% right. I'm so sorry, you're 100% right. It's hard for these kids. We've just come back from the hospital and they just lost their mother. So that's why they're doing a little bit, you know, having a little bit. And he was like, ah. And he wished the ground, you know, opened up under him. And all of a sudden, it made sense. Okay, I understand. And it's not so bad if they make such a noise. Because Nebuch, they just lost their mother. You know, sometimes, and we don't always get to do this, to put things into perspective and see where people are, people are coming from, we understand the way, they, the way they behave. Our job, and again, we're going to speak about this more on Sunday, we're going to go through some of the halachas, is, uh, is, is, is to judge people favorably whether we know or whether we don't know why they do it. It's irrelevant, because like Chazal tell us, don't judge him until you get to his place. And you might never get to his place, and therefore you'll never be able to judge him. Okay? So that's the Yisod Rabbi say. Next time someone says something, next time someone annoys you, next time someone something gets you upset, gets you all worked out, angry, and you speak Lashon Horan, Vachilis about him, to your roommate, to your mother, think to yourself, hold on a second, maybe he's going through a rough patch. Maybe life is hard for him. Who knows what triggered him off? You don't know what's going on. You know what? Let's give him the benefit of the doubt. And Be'ez HaShem, if we do that, the Rabbi Nishon will do the same thing for us in our lives, and I guarantee every single one of us need that. Be'ez HaShem, on Sunday, we're going to go through some of the halachas of being done the Katsukos.